Well, welcome to uh, a very special edition of the David Allen Show. Uh, this is Alan, and today is January 20th, 2017. Uh, and what that means is it is Inauguration Day for the 45th president of uh, these United States that we live in. Uh, Donald Trump was inaugurated earlier today. A good friend of mine named Kyle Winter actually there. He got tickets, uh, and so we decided we'd call him up and see if we could get a little bit of a on-the-ground insight as to how it felt, what went on. Uh, so let's jump right into the call um, with Kyle Winter. That's not You're not in D.C. proper, are you? No, no. We're about 20 minutes outside. How did you guys uh, go about getting tickets? How did that process come about? When Trump won, I mean, literally, as I knew he was going to win, I was actually on there searching for tickets. And their website for um, how to go to the event, and it just said, um, contact your congressman. I went to Jeff Merkley's senator website and pulled up the information on how to attend the presidential inauguration and basically applied. There were 400 tickets, and we ended up with eight. So myself, um, I got four, and then Matt Brady also got four. So did um, you tickets. guys both go together? Uh, like you both tried to sign in, or was it just because you got in? We, you were we able both to get four? we both did it separately and got lucky enough for both of us to win that lottery for those tickets. So uh, you know, I'm not sure if there were a lot of people going to go from Oregon anyway. <laughs> um, so you know, it was a blue state, right? So right. <laughs> you know, I think our chances. We're pretty good, um, but still only 400 tickets, and we ended up with two groups from Douglas County. I think it was pretty awesome. So you said Mer- Merkley's office had 400, or was that 400 for the state? That was 400 for the state, and they're given out oh. through uh, Wyden's office and uh, Merkley's office. So we just applied through um, Merkley's office. It was two or three weeks before. I mean, we already had our plane tickets, hotel booked. Like before you knew after, you, were, you after, were getting tickets? Before before we even knew we were getting tickets, I said to myself, I want to get here. Um, I want to be a part of this. You know, when Trump said he was going to run for president, I knew that this was, you know, the guy that I want to support. And so as soon as he won, I says, you know what? I supported him from the very beginning. And I feel like I have to be there to support him for his inauguration. And so right after the whole um, um, the election, it was literally days later, I had my tickets booked, hotel booked. Um, and then it was just two or three weeks before the this inauguration that we got an email saying, you um, have been picked to receive your tickets to the inauguration. And it was great. I mean, it was a great feeling. Like I, I was kind of excited the entire day that I am actually going to be in, um, you know, the 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 front lawn basically of the Capitol building. That's crazy. So, um, yeah. What was your plan if you didn't get tickets? <laughs> we're going to go just hang out um, in DC. Well, we were going to hang out in DC. We were going to, uh, what we were probably going to do was just find a good spot for the parade mm-hmm. and watch the parade. Um, but being there, we probably would have changed um, seeing how everything was set up. I mean, they had jumbotrons all the way down the mall. Right. Um, so, you know, it could have been viewed anywhere on the mall. Um, and so, you know, was we there going to do the. Was but, there any uh, like public area that just anyone could have walked up to? 
Yeah, everything on that front mall. If you look at a map of D.C., there's that rectangular section from the Washington Monument that Mm -hmm. comes up to the street that crosses right in front of the Capitol building there. There's the the reflecting pool. There's a little kind of a little section, a lawn section there. And then it goes into a triangle that goes all the way to the Washington Monument. And that's all was free public access. Um, to that. I believe there's still some screening that people had to go through, mm-hmm. but you didn't need a ticket. You didn't even think anything like that, but that's, you know, the note. I mean, I don't even think you can really see much of the Capitol building um, from that angle. Cause I mean, we, we would look back and I mean, all we can see is maybe the barely, barely the tops of some people's heads right. going all the way back to the Washington from our, from our angle. So what day did you guys arrive? So, uh, we arrived Tuesday morning. Okay. So you were there all week pretty much. So we're there all week. Um, I mean, we didn't, I mean, basically we got a rental car. That way we can just keep our luggage in the car. We basically went straight down to DC um, to the Capitol building because that was the only day we were able to do the tour of the Capitol building. Did they shut it down otherwise? It was shut down down Wednesday through till um, Monday or Tuesday of next week. Hmm. Um, So we got there just in time. I already set up um, even the, the two days after, I was already booking tickets for the Capitol Building tour. So <laughs> do I, those cost, so or I do would, you just have to get one? Ev- those are all free, okay. and everything in the in the in the um, the monuments are free. The Smithsonian's are all free. Um, you need to either you know reserve your tickets um, in advance, and that's what we did for the Capitol tour. You know, something that we wanted to do. I mean, there's lots of things that we specifically set up throughout the whole week that we really really had to do mm-hmm. so. now you uh you took your <clears throat> oldest kid right yeah yeah my oldest son i took what was um, um th- was that was that your plan from the beginning to bring him with that you? was my plan from the that was my plan from the beginning yeah i was there when i was 12 years old and met president bill clinton at a vfw veterans of foreign wars um event that my grandfather attended because he was the state commander of Oregon really? during that time. So I attended with him and, and my folks, and we all went back to D and got to see the same thing I saw this time. But then I just didn't really understand, you know, it was just a trip and mm-hmm. it was cool to see the the stuff like that. Uh, but coming back today, um, the sentimental um, and the remembering of these things and how important it is today for me as someone who loves my country. I mean, I think a lot of that as being a 12 year old is still influencing me today. And me saying, I want to bring my son to this is basically me remembering what happened to me at 12 years old um, and imparting that same thing to my son that one day, I mean, you know, we're talking about talking with him a lot of you know, questions that he had and understanding that he didn't know too much about. So there's a lot of questions he was asking, just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, it's all right, but then, and you know, one day you will understand what all this is about. Yeah. And you'll remember this time when you get to that point and you'll appreciate it. Uh, going back, you know, that you were there 20 ish years <laughs> ago, 25, mm-hmm. that 25 years now, probably. I'm 36. I was 12, so you can do the math. All right. Yeah. (laughs) That's a way to get your age. Good work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember much of the areas there? Um, Um, I I do. Or just the monuments? Uh, No, I, I, well, I don't remember the area. I do remember the monuments. Um, I don't remember um, a lot of the other things that we did. I remember we went to Ford's Theater, got to do that. A lot of it's changed from what I remember. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's me or just modernization right. um, that has happened in 24 years. You know, I mean, they have done a lot to these monuments to restore them and bring them up into a modern, you know, look or a restorated look right. about them. I mean, the whole Capitol building looks absolutely beautiful after they just finished it. Well, I saw because um, that's know. just recent, right? The Capitol's yeah, been under construction for a while. Yeah, they just finished that last month, I believe. They took all the scaffolding. Wow, because the pictures so I saw you post some... are insane. I mean, the place is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. I mean, that wow. is. I mean, I mean, the brightness of it. I mean, it absolutely glows with the marble. Mm-hmm. So, did you um, publish <laughs> to the public as you went that you were a Trump supporter? I mean, did did you hide uh, that at all, or did you put that out front? Um, from the beginning, it was up front. How did um, how did you get treated? Um, from the beginning, as in like you know. Well, uh, no, no, sorry, ago, no. I mean, I, like on the trip. I mean, were you like wearing Trump clothes? Did you have hats? Did you have things that um, made it clear that you were a Trump there for yep. that, like in support of him? Yeah, we got some really nice jackets that said Trump uh, 2016 or 2017 for president. Okay, and then we had some hats. Um, things like that. And the only real place that we had some cringe looks was in Portland. Portland, right. <laughs> um, and actually made Torrent kind of nervous because he actually took his hat off. Really? And, um, you know, then I just was able to sit down. Um, if you did check out the my first blog, I kind of talked about that. Um, but I had a conversation with him and, and saying that's, you know, that's, you know, people's opinion and mm-hmm. they can have that, but you need to be able to stand strong in what you believe in and, and be able to um, not worry or, 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 yeah, or worry about what people think about you. You know, you can be courageous and confident in what you're wearing and right. us as parents, you know, trust us in that. On um, the rest of the trip, um, honestly, it just didn't even feel like people really noticed, Really, you know? Um, I was, I, 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 you know, I'm a people watcher anyway, so I, I really did watch people's responses and really I didn't get much of a response. Um, even when I got here in DC, um, I actually asked every single one of my Uber drivers, um, how they felt about the incoming president. And I'm a non-biased person. So I'm not like, um, Oh, you have to believe that Trump is going to do this. I'm like perspective. I like to hear people's mm-hmm. opinions because it helps me identify, you know, uh, maybe something that I don't understand and I want to understand things better. Um, and, but most of all of them said that you, they, they, that they're just going to give him a shot. Like, you know, they, 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 they're not going to judge the guy based off of what they've seen on the news or whatever. They said, well, you just, we're just going to wait and see, give him a shot. I would that assume every response I got from them. I would assume that, you know, people like that that live in in that city where it's constant politics. I, I would think yeah. that you almost have to drown out the news media because yeah. it would get insane. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, did it feel safe, uh, like on the ground in Ab- DC? Um. Absolutely. I. You know. I was kind of. You know. Just watching the news before going. You know, reading the Drudge Report, watching. You know, things on CNN, watching from Fox News. Um, reading articles about what could possibly happen and, and, you know, foretellings of these massive groups that are going to show up. And Shut so we were kind of down. prepared yeah. On, yeah, and on edge for a little bit. But once we got there, honestly, we've only, we only saw maybe a dozen protesters on our entire trip. Now, does that mean like um, people with three, signs three or people doing something a, bad? 
These are people that actually were either planning on protesting, which we saw in a Walmart where three people were getting some stuff and were talking about pro- going to protest <laughs> the Trump Trump inauguration. That's hilarious. Um, the, the rest of them were um, today um, leaving. Uh, there's this guy on a big bullhorn or a, or a microphone, um, you know, yelling, screaming. It sounded like there's a massive group in front of us as we're leaving. And the whole crowd started, you know, chanting USA, USA, USA. And by the time we got to him, you know, this herd of cattle walking through, mm-hmm. finally got to him, there's two guys holding a sign. Really? Yelling on a, yelling on a bullhorn. And I walked by and I laughed and I says, that's the protest? <laughs> and so that was, you know, the, the, the largest group that we saw. Um, but then we headed to a restaurant and uh, CNN was on and was showing a lot of the stuff going on in D.C. And I'm, I'm right. you know, like, where is this? Because, for one, the atmosphere was not anything um, that showed a, a protest environment. Everybody was excited. Everybody was proud. There was so much um, camaraderie there. There was no fear um, anywhere. People were just happy-go-lucky, excited, and there was nothing about, like, oh, my gosh, there's protesting. Like, we didn't see any. I couldn't even hear anything wow. until we sat down in a restaurant and looked up at CNN and watched all this um, going on right in the town that we're at. And, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm understanding fake news now. Um, there was, there, there right. was some protesting, but it was consolidated down to a couple of blocks um, uh, up in another part of DC where they, the, the riot team and all that have them consolidated. You know, they were not anywhere in the Trump um, or the inauguration um, border area at all. I mean, we even walked out of it here. It was about uh, six o'clock. We were walking out of the, the the restricted zone, and we're expecting to run into people. No, we have people coming off the subway, all in their glam gear, heading to the balls, walking down uh, you know, downtown D. Not a worry on them. Um, they're getting ready to go to a nice evening to celebrate the Trump inauguration um, with no fear, like absolutely confident that there was nothing going to happen. And that was the feeling I was looking at, like, wow, you know, here's protesting going on. Mm-hmm. I have no clue where it is, but everybody's just going along with life as business as usual. Right. Um, so, but I was talking to some other, or uh, messaging some other friends that were in the area that said that um, they, they were up the street from them, but they were in, they were in a different part of the inaugurational part. Um, and, um, you know, they said there's some stuff going on and, so I kind of, you know, asked them some questions about it, and then also another friend of ours who is there with the bikers for Trump was kind of right there, like in um, the middle of it. In in the middle of it, kind of a deal, kind of just protecting, um, um, you know, anybody that's the, the you know, Trump Trump supporters, the, right? The, the, the Trump supporters, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just kind of guarding and protecting them. And we actually ran into some of them at Trump uh, Hotel, and uh, they were. Uh, Kind of just said, hey, we are here. There's 50,000 of us strong, and we are here to protect you. And, you know, that was a great thing. Like, I felt confident and comfortable that they've got our backs. They're here for a reason, and it's to keep us safe. And they were in kind of the, the middle of that just to, to hold the line, making sure they're not going to get involved or, you know, you know step out of line and start attacking us Trump supporters. So yeah. absolutely safe, 100% safe is how I felt. What was the demeanor of the law enforcement? How how were their attitudes? Great. Um, I think every pretty much everyone I saw, and they felt appreciated. Um, lots of people around us were also 
thanking them. I mean, you just hear people thanking them. They're just like, hey, you know, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. And mm-hmm. I think they felt really appreciated by the the us Trump supporters. I mean, the whole theme was about law and order and about our law enforcement. And right. I think they really felt that we had their back and their and 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 supporting them uh, this whole time. Um, so, and it was great. We also saw. Um, they also brought in uh, quite a large amount of Border Patrol also, and they actually got some good cheers during the parade because that was one of the themes of Donald Trump was yeah, the wall. Take our borders yeah. back and we need to support our border agents. Their mm-hmm. hands are tied. They're in handcuffs because you know there's an administration that won't let them do their job. And they felt <clears throat> appreciated. And it was good to see them there um, being a part of this thing. Uh, so you didn't have, you know, you there were really no protesters around where you were. Um, of the uh, everyone else that you ran into, was it a, a positive, cheery like attitude? Did the was it a did it feel kind of exciting or did it feel kind of blah? Uh, it was absolutely exciting. Um, at least the the section that we were in. I mean, we were in the you know VIP area of the you know of what we would consider. The VIP area of, of the um, inauguration. Uh, people are exciting. Um, I was at one of the Trump rallies in Eugene, and it was the same environment. Um, uh, it was an experience. Um, when you got some people that are chanting "Lock her up" as Hillary came down. There were lots of boos <laughs> at Hillary when they came down. The, 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 you probably would not see that in the media at no, all, but no, no, the no. crowd was booing really? Hillary Clinton a couple times whenever her face popped up on the jumbotrons. The crowd just started booing um, her, and a couple were saying, "Lock her up!" And uh, as soon uh, as now, soon on the 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 news feeds, uh, as soon as Pence uh, finished his um, swearing in, <laughs> there was silence for a minute, and I heard somebody yell out, "Lock her up!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, there was, was a great. bunch of that going on all 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 over the all over the place. Um, chants from one side, and there's there would be chants from the other side. Um, and, uh, the, the one thing I did appreciate, um, you know, a lot of us understood Hillary Clinton's um, issues in politics. Um, but when Obama and Michelle came out, um, there was a cheer, there was a clap, Mm -hmm. there was respect uh, for him being our president. And that was a great, I mean, that showed that, you know, where we are non-biased, we, we do, um, have, respect for you and and appreciate what you um you know what what you have done as a president um we may not agree with you but we still respect you and that was shown um there and i wasn't sure what was going to happen you know i was kind of just sitting back like okay what's going to happen when obama comes you know Mm -hmm. you know i was talking with uh matt brady's isn't you know i mean heck back in the olden times people would turn their back Right. To a leader that right. they didn't like, you know, or they're going to boo at him when he walks down. But it's actually some clapping and cheering. It wasn't like over the top. It was an appreciation that you are a president and we're appreciating the fact that you are leaving office mm-hmm. also. <laughs> so uh, one thing I can remember from uh, Obama's first inauguration in 08, um, it seems like the mall was just absolutely trashed after that event. Just garbage everywhere. How was the the how were the grounds as people left today? Um, I was actually watching that. Uh, I had a discussion with uh, uh, my wife and Madam. I says, "You watch." I says, "I remember how trash the mall was when uh, when um, Obama came in." And 
I said, you watch, you're going to see people picking up trash as they leave and they're going to try to leave this place absolutely spotless. And sure enough, when we're looking around, it was wow. people were having other people's garbage that were left behind some water bottles. Trash cans were overflowing with garbage. I mean, that's the only mess that we saw were the trash cans that were overflowing in garbage. Mm-hmm. But the grounds were, were, were very well taken care of by all of a sudden. I mean, we have values. Well, and that's, that's one of the things that seems to be one of the separators between the two ideologies. Is that the, the yep. conservative mindset typically um, wants to take care of the, the things that they have yep. and have access to. Whereas the liberal and mindset just wants more, wants more stuff given to them. Or yeah. want somebody else to take exactly. care of everything yeah. for them. Yeah, and that, yeah. that, that, that I yeah. think is where a lot of the break You clean up comes. my mess, you wipe my butt, <laughs> exactly, you know, yeah. you... And pay for it, darn you it. You do all those things for me, and yeah, and, 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 and pay me, too, you know, give me a little bit extra cash, too, you know, right. kind right. of the deal, so... Um, uh, a yeah. couple more thoughts here. Um, you know, after going around, you know, with your... This would be the first time back as an adult, um, married with kids, uh, and having your wife and your son there with you, um, how does walking through those halls and seeing those the iconic historical monuments and the the history that's there how has that changed um your view of government today um or has it, it just has it just kind of yeah, solidified it makes me want to be more involved yeah and what's makes me makes me want to be more involved um walking into the capitol building and and looking at the senate and looking at the house and seeing that they're they you know the power and influence that are in each one of these 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 chambers and the power that comes out of this this an influence that comes out of this you know uh, Capitol Hill um, is something that sets you back a little bit and saying like this is where um, this country runs from laws are made here um, things are or courses set here um, direction is is driven from here uh, and you know walking Capitol I got chills I literally got chills. Um, looking at the history of where we've come from, where we're at now, and where we want to go. And I'm passionate about where we want to go and where I think we should go. Trump is ideologically on the same direction. As a small business owner, mm-hmm. he understands business. And if you did listen to his address, that was the reason. That is what I saw in Trump the first time that I um, – when he came down that escalator, what he said in that in that address was exactly what I saw that man to be. Now I saw. That's why I, that's what, I I um, you know I, I listened to the speech and it was very continuing his campaign. Um, and it was fascinating a little bit to listen to the pundits talk. You know, right after he did his speech, there you know I had NBC's feed, I had CBS's mm-hmm, feed going mm-hmm. for a while, and um. I had Fox on for a little bit just to kind of get in democracy now. Now, democracy now's feed as a side note was nothing, but we're following the protests. That was their feed. And so yeah. they were just, they had black lives matter on and they were just talking about the protesters and how uh, Trump is terrible. Um, but it was fascinating to me that all the pundits, they wanted Trump to come out as this soaring, uniting, like, um, Forget everything he said during the campaign. Now let's talk about unifying and let's all come together and have a happy little rainbow. And they were shocked mm-hmm. that he kept his campaign speak going. I want the, the the thing that, that for- got me on that. The thing that got me on that whole thing was he is going to unify it, but 
those people that are in mainstream media or in the more elite status don't understand how he's going to unify. I get it because he's going to, I mean, he said it in his speech, how he's going to do it. We all need to be lifted up. We all need the opportunity to be successful. This Alaska administration has taken the ability to be successful out of the hands of the people. And Trump says, I want to give you guys the opportunity again. He did say you and we more than anything. Yes. Which I I appreciated. And And whether it's platitudes or not, I don't know, but it seems right on. Yeah, he says, I want you, this is your country. Mm -hmm. I'm taking it out of the hands of the government. I'm giving it back to you. That to me is, you know, I, I stated in one of my blogs, what is it that makes America great? And I didn't know that he was going to say what he said today. And I had people want comment on what is that makes America great again. And in my blog today that I'll be putting out, I'm a, I was going to talk about that what makes America great again is you and me working together. That's what makes America great. That's what has got us through everything is us individuals working together. I mean, it says it, you know, individuals and liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is. When we come together individually, you and me working together as Americans, not not looking to the elites, not looking up at the, you know, at government to try to do this for it. This is our country. We're the only republic, the uh, democratic republic in the entire world in history mm-hmm. that has done government this way. We're this in long. the people's hands to to make the decisions and and make government and change course if they want to, and it's been able to last for over 200 years. That has never happened in before. That's because it is individuals in this country that make this country great. Not a president, not a Congress, not a, a judiciary system. It starts with the people. Yeah. Um, a side note, who, uh, who allowed Chuck Schumer to speak? Are you kidding? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the booze for that were... Uh, horrendous. Oh my gosh. Everybody was literally irate I, about I, his I, speech. I, could and I not think it believe was a good it. thing. I think it was a good thing. I think, I think, I think it was a little strategic on, uh, you know, I don't know, on Trump's end. I think well, you just because he's the Democratic he, leader. Use it to, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I, it, it's used to rile people up. And I think uh, it really riled Trump supporters up. Um, a lot on that. I mean, that was a disgusting. Speech. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's almost like he snuck <laughs> it in. It's like he had another yeah. speech prepared that they okayed, and this is the one that he really wanted to give and snuck it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, did yeah. you were you ever able to um, get close to uh, anyone of the s- <laughs> political celebrities we have, or we was there just um, too much? Yeah, there's too much going on. We kind of avoided trying to get into any kind of. Um, close-ups or anything like that. We did actually were able to get into the parade, and we did see the beast drive by with Donald Trump. All three of them. So I got some good. Um, or six of no, them. How many about, were there? There's about there's six I think for Trump, and then Pence was in one, and I think there's two or three behind. I think they're the older ones too. Oh, okay. The, because but, they're um, on the feed. The you know the video on the the new news casts. Um, there were three of them with the same license plate number, and that's gotcha. num- that was number yeah, and, one. And then I, the others, I couldn't tell what their plates looked like. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. He probably had his, but there was also four or five that followed him up that were all the exact identical car that are used for you know all, I, all the knows. decoys. 
I, I asked one of the secret <laughs> service agents that were standing there, not sure if he was an official secret service agent, you know, but I asked yeah. him, I said, Hey, you know, is that the, 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 the technology and all this stuff, would it blow my mind to know what that technology oh, is? Yeah. You know, cause we're all, we're all curious about what, you know, uh-huh. all, you know, these, these, this technology that, that our president runs around in, you know? So, well, just the, the sheer size of those things. Were you guys on the ground when you saw them um, drive yeah. by? They're, yeah. they're, it's like yeah. a truck. It's like an SUV size, oh. isn't it? Yeah, it's, just and it's kind of a car body on it. Oh, it sits tall. It sits tall. It looks, I mean, it just looks like a tank. Those wheels really are humongous, it's, yeah. That, yeah, you look at the window and it looks like a just, I mean, a four-inch thick piece of glass that the driver's looking out of. That's crazy. crazy. Um, <laughs> all right, and do you see any other uh, politicians, any celebrities around? I guess all the no, celebrities the are building, hiding themselves. We, we, yeah, we, we walked... Uh, in the Capitol building, we walked by uh, Speaker Paul Ryan's um, chambers. Um, there's some bunch of people back in there, but I can I kind of just want to kind of walk back just in there. Throw a tomato at him. Handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you um, see his grin there uh, yes. on the swearing in of Pence? Yeah. 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 Uh, what I did appreciate, and I'm not sure if you read about this, um, you know, Trump used Lincoln's Bible and also his the Bible that his mother gave him. And if you looked at that, there's two Bibles. Yeah, a big red one underneath on. and then a little one. That was Lincoln's, Lincoln's Bible, and the one on top of it was the Bible his mother gave him. Okay. And the one Pence had open, and I can't think off the top of my, hat, my head the exact scripture, but Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles or Corinthians, one of the two. No, it's, Chron- it's, yeah, it's, Chron- it's Old Testament. Yeah. It says, if my people humble themselves oh, and okay. pray, I will heal their land. And that was a scripture that was open. And for me, as, as, as someone who is involved in church, that is something we prayed for decades. And here we have a VP standing up there declaring that oath of office with that scripture open. Um, I think the heavens opened up on that. So I think that's, a, that's a amazing. I mean, I got teary-eyed when yeah. he got sworn because I know he's going to change for uh, you know, religious freedom. Um, overall uh, thoughts, just... You know, like, is this something that you would encourage other people to do if they get the chance? Um, is I mean, is, is a trip to D.C. something that every American should take at some point? Um, give me your kind of a, a wrap up the the week for us. Yeah, I think if um, everybody who um, sat down and watched the inauguration at home on their team, um, I would encourage them to take a trip to Washington, D.C. and just experience. Um, it doesn't have to be an inauguration or anything like that, but just going to experience our nation's capital. Um, it's it's not a vacation, a trip that uh, will give you a perspective, a paradigm shift in how you view. I mean, these buildings are absolutely massive, absolutely massive, and you feel the weight of what our founding fathers put into these buildings around you. Um, those that didn't watch and didn't care, you know what? They don't. They don't. They won't value that. But Republican Democrat who sat down and watched the inauguration. They, I would recommend every one of them to go to Washington to visit the Capitol. It's just mind blowing. Awesome. It's just absolutely. So. That's awesome. Um, well, I appreciate you taking the time uh, for us. Um, thanks for pausing out of your crazy. You leave it. You're you're fly in the morning, right? To come back to the west. Yeah. Go back to the west coast. Yeah. That'll yeah. be a fun uh, yeah. transition. Um, where yeah, can hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get some sleep? <laughs> where can people find uh, your blog? Um, just go to my Facebook page, um, Kyle Winter, and uh, you'll have to uh, send me a friend request um, if you're wanting to view the vlogs. I have my my, my page is kind of a friends only kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Uh, 
but uh, so the videos also, are up on our Facebook videos. Or are they on YouTube? They're YouTube too, but I'm not sure the channel name. You might be able to look up the channel name. Okay, and it's under um, if you're wanting to share that with people. Um, is is that cool? If we do, do you what. care? Yeah, I don't okay. care. I, I, the more people that view that, uh, the better. Awesome. They want to experience what I experienced. I kind of just had it a nice uh, feeling that I was able to connect with with um, everybody in the blog and just let them experience what I experienced. So, uh, do you uh, so, yeah. do you foresee yourself getting into politics? I would love to get. I okay. So a, a, a sentimental story that I probably won't ever forget is we actually were walking to the uh, World War II memorial, and you know we were taking photos and videos the whole time. And when I got to the World War II memorial, I actually just says, you know, what, I'm done taking pictures for a little bit. I just kind of want to just um, just look around and just um, take some stuff in. And so I sat with my back to the Washington Monument, and I looked through the World War II memorial at the Lincoln Memorial. And I sat there for about 10 minutes. <clears throat> and that's where I came up uh, the thought of what is it that makes America great? And I sat there and I was like, you know, um, we all have the opportunity to get involved somehow, some way in our government, locally, statewide, nation, nationwide. I mean, the, the thing that it really encouraged me um, more to want to get into politics is the fact that we have a business and a president. We don't have so we don't have somebody that has been training up for this moment to be um, the president of the United States. We got a guy who was absolutely elected by the people. That was a guy that understood our economy, that understood America better than any politician that I've ever um, seen or researched or looked up. Um, and him doing that said to me that anybody. Anybody can can be involved, and, in, and probably in should at some level, and probably should like at least. You know, I, at least back, back home, back yeah, back home. I actually work really close with um, our county commissioners, um, and a lot of it's with the timber industry. I'm really heavily involved in the timber um, uh, stuff that goes on in our county because we are a heavily timber um, timber driven county, and so um, that's been something that I'm passionate about because that's our economy. That's what makes our county bring in funds the the quickest and the most efficient way is through our timber industry. That's what I'm really passionate with our county commissioners. And, you know, I've told myself maybe one day I'll be a county commissioner. Um, I've been actually asked to be mayor of our small city, um, really? which is Winston. And they've actually been encouraging me to do it and run for mayor because I just, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, when you want to see change and you have passion, people kind of want to follow that. And, um, I've been noticing people are wanting to follow me more mm -hmm. um, because I am passionate about change and people. I mean, politics is about people. It's not about uh, what you're running or what you're trying to do. Politics is about people, leading people. Um, so, Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Kyle. I appreciate your time. Um, uh, it's always fun to have have actual eyes on the ground at things like this. You know, you get you get one thing from from the news media and you know, it's the thing yeah. that their advertisers okay them to, to tell you. And so it's yeah. kind of nice to, to, uh, to get an actual perspective that's, um, untainted, I guess, by, yeah. by, by money. Um, awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, have a safe journey home. I, uh, hope everything goes well with your travel back. Um, yep. and, uh, you should, uh, come back on another time. Hey, anytime. Should... Excellent. I anytime. appreciate it. If you want to talk about, 
business. Um, I have a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to business. I think that's another one of my passions is is helping business owners um, be successful. And I work with a lot of people in our area, um, asking them questions, giving them advice. You know, what can be successful? Well, that is how uh, that's how the majority of America runs is small business. Yep. So small that's business. awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Kyle. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on the show and uh, give us your thoughts and kind of your impressions of what went down. This has been a special edition of The David Allen Show. Um, we are at davidallenshow.com. Uh, on Facebook, David Allen Show. We are on iTunes also if you want to subscribe uh, and get the podcast every time. Uh, we do broadcast normally uh, on Saturday mornings live at mix.lr slash the postmaster. That's our live feed. Uh, you can also find a link to that feed on uh, davidallenshow.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a great night. See you later.